Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey man, it's Kevin Smith, the guy who feels... Everything he says is so important that he's got six podcasts to his name. And you're listening to Hey Fam, another podcast he's trying to get his elbow inside of. Man, spread his voice around like a virus. Hey Fam, welcome to 10 Years In and we bone like we're cheating on each other with each other. A decade plus and a... Clit slash taint, taint slash, slash brown, brown area. No, we got that wrong. Fuck. <laughs> I said brown Take area. a shot. All right. No. <laughs> Take a shot of um, Jersey Girl. A decade plus and okay, a wait, clit wait. slash brown slash, slash taint, taint area, area still, still pones my dick. dick. My name is Lance Levins. My name is Angus. <laughs> and this is going to be the best episode of Hey Fam ever recorded. It's the only podcast where two white guys are going to sit down and tell you shit that they did this week and what you should think. Um, so uh, on tonight's show We're going to be talking about a, We're going to do a spoiler free Because I haven't seen it yet yep. So Angus I'm holding you to it yep. A spoiler free review Of we Blade Runner We got a bit of feedback recently The uh, was... super exclusive Hollywood access to movies Was diminishing to the HeyFam brand Because a few people Hadn't seen movies yet And look we listen You love we, spoiling I love spoiling <laughs> On a podcast to strangers um, But yeah uh, Blade Runner 2049 Coming up uh, very soon We're also yep. going to do A massive update I played so many fucking games in the last week. I don't know how you do it, honestly. Well, I, I, I can only assume you don't sleep or you have a I don't sleep. I'm on, a, I'm on like four hours sleep a night. Is that just standard daddy sleep though? Or is this daddy nah, and switch? The kids have been pretty good lately. I've just been really like fucking myself up. Yeah. Uh, I, I it's went, like being 16 again, right? Yeah, I, I did a bunch I did heaps of gigs over the weekend what as well. What did you say? I did heaps of drugs and yeah. just stayed up and gamed all week. No, I had like a, a flight to Melbourne yeah. and I was in a hotel. I got to the point now where like... Wait, 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 wait. Let me stop you there. Travel dog? Travel, no, no travel dog. Good. Because the Switch I was about to is say, a travelling system. Please leave my house, sir. <laughs> uh, Iwata is spinning in his grave. No golf game for you. But I've got to that point now where I'm like, I've been to Melbourne, I reckon, 200 times. I don't need to go and fucking... You've been to Fed Square? Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of a Melbourne landmark. And I couldn't think of... I've been to <laughs> Victoria Markets. You've been to Victoria one? Markets. You've been to the Jurassic Park exhibit. That's I had, I had I dinner with the egg. Yeah, dinner with the I mean, and, look, and Mrs. Egg. When you have dinner with Mr. and Mrs. Egg, the ambassadors of Melbourne Town's uh, premier carton, you don't really need to do anything else. Get um, to that hotel room. I was just in this beautiful hotel room that, that, that a promoter paid for me to be in. Good. And I was like, I'm going to be in this hotel room. I'm going to play the fuck out of some games. I love it. You'll find out which games they are right now. But we're this is about one of these weeks. I've got to say, this is going to be one of those episodes where the fluidity of our podcast, be it that um, it's, it covers a lot of bases 
can be a hindrance or a gift sometimes because sometimes I get those feelings like, oh, do we have direction? And then these days I'm just like, this is, congratulations, you're getting everything. I think <laughs> about those podcasts that just do movies. They're not getting the sick game news this week. I think about those losers that do video game podcasts. They're not getting all this Blade Runner chat or anime chat. You know what I'm talking about? Well, we're going to talk about some anime later. Too. Well, spoiler alert. But, but uh, the video games we're going to get through today, uh, we've, got, uh, we've both got SNES minis. We've both got SNES minis. So there's 22 off the bat. So it's 22 games. 21. Right off. 21. Uh, and we've, I also played um, Steam on Dig 2, Golf Story, um, Cuphead. Which is yeah. a, uh, on Xbox. Xbox One. I played Windows. an Xbox for the first time. How was that? In a long time. I noticed your uh, your um, Facebook avatar had that new MRA. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's a joke. Make me holding a gun. <laughs> Sorry, Xbox fans. I'm just teasing. Um, and uh, you've been you've been that's so rude. You, you're getting closer to playing Mario Rabbit, so we can talk about that a bit later. Yeah, I'm well. almost. I, you know, you set the bar high on 100 percenting it. So I'm. I, I, I'm I'm going to reveal which of these games I'm like at like 95% at the moment. Wow. And 100% another thing. Um, and then a uh, new segment called Hey Famine. I love it. And no, it's not us trying to raise money. I mean, if you're re- in, if in writing, it looks like we're raising money for famines. Oh, Hey Famine. Yeah, <laughs> we're you're not, right. Oh, fuck. It's Hey Famine. <laughs> Can we call it Hey Famine? Yeah, Hey Famine. <laughs> or Hey Chinese Cartoons. <laughs> I, finished, um, I finished two... Two series? Two series. Uh, this game in, is in done. Week. Game is done. And I finished one series, but is it an anime or not? Um, and I finished the uh, the first season of uh, Showa Genroku Rakugo Shinju. Um, so oh, is there going to be more seasons? Stories. Yeah, there's one more at the side of the year, so I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about this later oh, on. Oh, cool. Um, See, this is good. We save the conversations. A lot of lesser podcasts. It's scripted. A little, a little lesser podcast, like all of our earlier episodes of Hey Fan. Oh, yeah, yeah. This we scripted is... the first 50 episodes of Hey Fan. We deleted the first episode because we went off script. <laughs> I was actually thinking about that when I was walking home tonight. I was like, we delete- I accidentally deleted that first episode and, you know, we'll never know what would happen if that went out. Yeah, I think it was. we mostly covered it in, the, in our re-record of the, the first episode. The second one was better. Um, and also, you've, uh, you've read a book or some, some of a book. I've started reading an e-book. <laughs> it sounded so prestigious when you said it. And when I, when I got to me, it's like, I've, I've, I've downloaded an e-book and I've read the synopsis, but I've skipped to the end. And we'll find out what that is. That's, mm. a, that's a real cool tease. That's a big tease because, as you know, we're all illiterate on HeyFam. <laughs> so it's going to be an incredible show tonight. Jam-packed. Um, before we talk about all that content, just letting you know that we're doing another live episode. November 9th? Uh, I want to say yes. Because... It's in the single digits. I know that much. Yeah. I, I should have pulled it up before we uh, said it. Yeah, it's November the 8th. So close. So Planet Broadcast. Oh, yeah. Massive news. We're oh. part of the Planet Broadcasting Network now. Do we have to say stuff? Um, I think maybe we have to put like a... This podcast is brought to you by the Planet Broadcasting Network. Now, does that come before Stay, or after go, Kevin Go Smith? to planetbcasting.com <laughs> for more podcasts from our great mates. So that's what you'll do? That's yeah. That, that, You're going to do it. That, a little let me people know that every Planet Broadcasting episode, it's that you. little tag, that's me doing both the voices. And he does a live every, which is, every which single. Is yeah. Can we get Kevin Smith to do it for us? I mean, have we spoke? Have we looked at the contract here? Do we know if we're allowed to? Are we allowed to be like, no, Kevin Smith comes first, then your sting? Like oh, Kevin, because he's like the god of podcasts. I didn't write that into the clause. Damn it, the Kevin Smith clause. I think it's actually recognized. I think you're allowed to pull this Kevin Smith clause out and be like, well. Let's examine this. So we're part of the Planet Broadcasting Network now, which is really exciting. Yeah. Um, which means that we have been... Uh, You've got two podcasts on there now. Yeah, Serious Issues and Hey Fam are there. All your kids go to school. And we're doing a... Planet Broadcasting are doing a massive thing in Sydney um, in November that I helped organize with Cake Wines, which is the venue that we did our live episode at last month. It's a venue... The only venue in Sydney that's had a 
paid event around his Kevin Smith tweet is another right. way to put it. I mean, and all the other venues are very jealous. It's the only venue in Sydney where I described what a taint was in front of both of my parents who paid to be there. How many more venues do you want to do that? I mean, what, you, you wrote off Melbourne, so none there. <laughs> I was going to say Melbourne next. Um, what, Federation Square? Fed Square. Get me in the regurgitator bubble. We're making an album. <laughs> I'm telling my parents about taints. Um, so there's uh, every single Wednesday night in... November, there is a two two different Planet Broadcasting uh, shows going head to head, and same uh, time. Yeah, well, you're back to back. Yeah, no, yeah, at the same time. You choose a corner of the room. You yeah. sit in front of that corner. You listen Whoever to the has podcast the, that you the volume to. gets turned up more, and then that becomes the most popular show. So um, you'll hear the other one. So we are um, doing a. It's it's like basically like a. There's like a headline act and then an opening act, and we have Hey Fam is the opening act for um, Josh Earl's podcast. Don't you know who I am? Which is a great comedy podcast. Yeah, I've, I, I can't wait to ask him that. <laughs> I can't wait. Is, I'm kind of like, do you know who I am? Uh, and I'm actually DJing at all of the um, all of the the nights too. Hey, fam's got a different format that night. I'm doing 90 minutes of stand up, and Levin's is my comedy DJ. <laughs> I've given him a really all good, air horns. Or I've given him a really good MIDI pack and a lot of sound effects. And, uh, and whenever um whenever a joke bombs, I just play Dam- damn it. No, just the entirety of damn it by Blink 182. Yeah, while I walk off. <laughs> <laughs> then you force me back out. There's going to be 40 minutes of prank calls and 45 minutes of me setting up the prank calls, and that's the show. And then the last 10 minutes is uh, us just going through our favorite cranky. Do you know be funny moments. doing like a Jerky Boys cover show where you literally try to recreate the same phone or calls? where we prank call the Jerky Boys with their own pranks? I love it. That's amazing. All right, that was, that's what our live episode is going to be all about. Look forward yep. to that. Again, it's November the 8th. No, no, you know what? It probably will be because this is how our last live episode started. Yeah, I was going, no. oh, we should do it about Kevin Smith's tweet. And then I was like, oh, we should do it about Kevin Smith's tweet. I reckon we should do another episode about Kevin Smith's tweet. Oh, there's so much to unpack. Oh, we've got to get him out here. I need to describe what a teen is in front of my parents. You get your parents out you can't. Time. Your parents can't have all the fun. I know. Um, so yeah, look forward to that. Hit up uh, planetbcasting.com for ticket details and all that kind of stuff. Is it on sale yet? Yep, just went on sale today. Great. Um, and uh, how much is it? Weekly Planet are coming up. I think our show is like thirty bucks or something. That's great. Just shell. Great value. Oh. Kaching. Um, and uh, so that'll be very very fun, Angus. Yeah, I look forward to it. I, I can't wait to nail what the show will be about. <laughs> yeah, we need to figure it out. Maybe we could just do a real, a real, just a real fun one. I reckon. Yeah. What for Put a change? Why don't we it? do something fun? <laughs> Um, hey, speaking of fun, Angus, mm. Blade Runner 2049 is when a When I think movie. of fun, I think of oppressive cyberpunk dystopian societies. What about you? I think I think fun is fine, but just keep it spoiler-free. Yeah. That's, okay. what, that, that's what fun well, is to me. Well, this is going to be spoiler-free, but uh, fun is not a word. Like, you, you, fun's not a word I associate with Blade Runner. Um, all right. Um, it's not a word I would you. I influential. I'd put in there. Sure, groundbreaking. You look, you rearrange. I'm talking about the original one right now. Rearrange letters in influential. You get fun. That's a lot of fun. It's in there somewhere. That's a lot of influence. Um, fun's not a word though. I mean, it's a quite a you know. It's well, a, definitely is a word. It's a very. What's the word? It's a very. Man, there's a word I know. I just. It's a very meditative film. Right. The first one. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's more about mood. Like, not a lot happens in it. It's an extremely moody. It's very moody. Harrison Ford famously complained afterwards, and he said, "Like I was a detective that did no detective work." Like, and that's quite, you know, true to. I mean, he looks at a photo. What year did that first movie come out? Eighty two. Eighty two. When did you see it? I saw it ninety three when the director's cut was released. What the director's cut was released when you were like eight. Um, when it came out on video, I think the director's cut came out eighty 
92 then i know the video whenever it came out on video i watched it with my dad now we had a my parents confirmed this for me they were here last week um for dinner one night and they were, we were chatting about i was excited because i was seeing blade runner the following week uh it's my dad's favorite movie again it's like i'm not from a sporting family or anything so i inherited like my dad's taste in the arts so <laughs> he's a huge Tintin freak I, yep. I got that from him Star Wars was on me um, he was very you know he loved, he liked Star Wars but it wasn't like up in the house everywhere but we had a Blade Runner one sheet in our in our house and up until I was about six I assumed it was a, a, a painting or something of both of my parents because on it Sean Young has her hair out and her character Rachel has like quite straight hair but when she lets it out it's curly it looked identical to my mother's and that just the, it was a uh, it was only in like three colors the, the poster it wasn't in full color it was like a proper one sheet i think from the valhalla in sydney which is no longer functional in old cinema great cinema and i thought harrison ford was my dad and he looked they looked a bit you know my dad kind of looks a bit like harrison ford looks now in some in some uh moments i find he's okay similar. so as a kid i was just thought cool that's a poster of my parents and you were like and then as a five like six-year-old i was like oh when did you guys get that tape? And they're like, it's a movie poster, like, you little idiot. <laughs> and they confirmed that the other night. I thought, it, I didn't know if it was one of those stories where I'd invented and had made part of my canon. But it turns out it is canon. And so your dad sits you down to watch it for the first time. He's like, we're going to watch some home movies now. We're going to watch some home movies. Uh, your mum's a robot and it's <laughs> ambiguous as to whether I am or not. And it's the future, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I first saw it with my dad too. Um, did you? I guess at some point in high school, we yeah. went to a Moonlight Cinema. Oh, that's great. Showing of it. Oh, you said Moonlight, but I didn't realize it was you, with your dad. That's so cool. <laughs> right. You were like, Moonlight <laughs> Cinema, whatever, take it or leave it with my dad. Yeah. No, oh, it's right. a, I, I just think it's nice that we both saw this movie with our dads. Yeah. That's I reckon. Nice. Well, let's do an entire episode of movies that we saw with our dads. With our dads. With our dads? Absolutely. Hey, dad. Well, let's let our dads do an episode while we listen. I was just like, oh, we should call it Hey, Dad. And I realized that's the that's show, that, the we, show. That, that we made fun of when we made this podcast. Hey, fam. It's, um, we're doing a lot of uh, yeah, soul searching tonight. <laughs> um, what was going to say? Uh, great movie to watch with a dad. Absolutely. Take Archie to this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I'm re- still sit still for three hours, right? Yeah, oh, he, can, he can't even fucking do an hour. You were Unbelievable. there. You were with him in Ninjago. Unbelievable. The, the, the sight for the That's the three Tommy Dasselow shits for, for Blade Runner. <laughs> Eat ramen before the movie with him, man. He's going to go to the toilet a couple times. He's, at, he's at that stage where he's okay with it in his life now. He's okay with it. He's fine with it. Nobody worries. It was better than Liga Ninjago. That's my non-spoiler review at the end. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm re-watching the original Blade Runner, the director's cut. Which I think the is a final, wise move. The final cut. I'm pretty, final sure, cut. I'm pretty sure that was the version I saw at Moonlight as well. It's 10 years old. There was so no narration. Was, well, there's no narration in the director's cut. The yeah. narration was uh, a studio, a very um, insistent studio decision. Harrison Ford literally, besides not phoning it in, like physically down the phone, he phoned it in, hated doing it. Like I said, the ending, uh, there was a shot of a car driving to the, like, the countryside, uh, speaking of like finding, you know, hope and future and living happily ever after using b-roll footage from the opening of the shining mm-hmm. when there's a car driving to a hotel like, which is just bonkers to think of and yeah the studio wasn't happy i think wasn't too happy with the ambiguity of the film and you know it's an action mo- it's not really an action movie it's like a it's, it's like a cyberpunk f- like you know it'd be an anime it's, it's like an anime and funnily enough, so not only in preparation to see in the movie, I tried to see it this morning, but life got in the way, Angus. It's a three-hour movie. Like, that's five hours out of your day, basically, based around seeing that film. Yeah. Um, and uh, so in preparation last night, I watched the... Uh, they made a... Um, what's his name? Made an anime? Um, um, the guy who did Cowboy Bebop and right. Samurai Champloo. Um, Watanabe. 
and uh, I, so it's called like uh, Blade Runner twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two Dark Days, something like that. Yeah, and it's like this twenty five minute, fifteen minute, fifteen minute anime set two years after the first film, which is twenty nineteen. Man, it's so fucking good. It's fantastic. The production in it is so... Like, the action scenes in that. Like, that's absolutely an action short. Oh, it's straight up... Yeah, there's more action in that than the two Blade Runner movies combined. <laughs> like, they're not action movies. No, totally. Yeah, and, you know, anime has to either be action anime or, like, high school comedy anime. Like, there's no middleman, you know? Um, so, that was brilliant. And that yeah, got me fantastic. really psyched. I was like, I'll, I'll watch this first to see if I, you know, if, if I feel like re-watching the first movie before seeing 2049 tomorrow. And you know what? Stuff that's, uh, it's definitely not, you don't need to see the anime before 2049, but it is, there are things in that film which are referenced in it. Yeah, that's But it's awesome. not like, get it guys? It, like, nudge to the audience. If you watch that 15 minute anime, you're getting so much more, like, it's not like that. It's just... But that little mood piece was like, oh yeah, fuck, I totally want to rewatch the first movie. And like, I, I started it, watched, I watched like maybe the first 45 minutes yeah. last night in bed with my new uh, AirPods. Oh, the best. I'm, so good. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in love with my phone again. It's, it's great. Mate, I, I, people who know me be like, Levins, you already loved your phone too much. Well, now he loves it even more. There's always room to love. I've always found there's always room to love something more. Just always love something at 90%. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm talking to Siri a hell of a lot more now And I'm not sure if that's because I've been watching Blade Runner And AI is, uh, you know, ever increasingly becoming more human And more human than human But I'm spending a lot of time talking to Siri So yeah, I was, I, I could not believe how, um, how modern I don't, I don't know how much they've upscaled for the final cut Nothing Man, it's a beautiful it's still, looking movie like, Yeah, and the, the slight, the only digital stuff I can think of Which they did fix up, there was a scene where Harrison Ford's mouth was out of sync with his ADR. Right. So they actually got his son, who has a similar met to say it, and they literally put his mouth where Harrison's is. You can, can't spot it. And in another scene, one of the replicants, because, you know, this shit wasn't HD back in the day, yep. was um, being shot, being killed, and it was obviously the stunt double's face, so they superimposed it with the new actor. I think that's... And that's what they fixed in the final cut. There's no, like... CG ships or Jabba the Huts and stuff. Like, that's how it looked, basically. When it came out, there's some colour correction, you know upscaling of uh the definition but very you know there was also another like yeah just just color correction basically but enough about a movie that's older than we are but you're halfway through it too but what a what a phenomenal oh, film. it's out of control yeah that it's, vangelis score man it's so brilliant isn't it and so that, that was like the one, number one thing watching that last night that i wanted to ask you about 2049 yeah. obviously i don't want any spoilers but sure. i'm really keen to know soundtrack wise does it rate to the Vangelis score, or is it modernized? Is it do they try and do they try and maintain a you know, similar tone? Do you know who's done the score? No. Well, I won't say. Do you want to know? Should I not know? Would I be positive? Well, I'll surprised? say is Vangelis is he's alive, but he refuses to work on sequels to films. Right. But that's all I'm going to say. Okay. All right. Well, that's that's insane. All right. So, is that, so I, I can't work out if I know. Yeah. That's what I don't want to. Isn't it better that you don't know? Okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay, I guess yeah. so. Sure. I didn't know who did the score. I, I I avoided every part of this film like the plague. I knew nothing about it. I didn't even want to look. Okay. At cool. The score. All right. Well. All right. Well, knowing that, give us your spoiler-free review. So because we're gonna go, we, I'm gonna see it before next. We're gonna episode. do a Blade Runner special we'll next go, week. We'll go all the fuck in. Everyone else, that everyone listening, make sure you see Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Because next, next episode week. is gonna be about Blade Runner one. Basically, 2049. There's three shorts, including the anime. There's two other shorts, live action Where are shorts. They? Uh, all on YouTube. Are they right? One's yeah, about sure. um, Drax's character. Yep. And one is about Jared Leto's character. Okay, sure. Yep. They're, Do I have to watch that one? Uh, <laughs> is he in it? It's, it's fine to watch. It's world building. What I, so, so, my non-spoiler review is... Um, 
this isn't even a review. These are just thoughts. I'm going to save the review for next week because okay. I think I'm going to go see it again. Uh, this is there's two types of movies we've seen recently. Now, that's a sequel to a beloved franchise. I'm talking The Force Awakens, which was very obviously... There's a look and feel to Star Wars, which you have to adhere to, which we've spoken so much about. It ticked everybody. It was a Star Wars movie. This is like the anti-Force Awakens. It doesn't at all ever try to emulate the first film. And for that, that's like huge kudos, I found. While it works amazing for The Force Awakens, it would have been so easy to have this movie, have the same shots, the same settings, the same everything, but... The same score. Same score. My spoiler-free thought is you realise how small the setting is to the first Blade Runner film. This, And I don't mean in a um, MCU or a DC universe, but you just... Which doesn't exist. Which doesn't we, exist. We, we That's another something we're going to talk about, <laughs> which is great. This is, that is the sentence that has summed up the last four years of our lives. It's so good. Um, you, this film is, is more of an expansion of the first film. It's like... The first movie is set in one room of a house and you see the rest of the house. You know, it's just set in like that one bit of LA and it's basically got three sets. It's like the police yeah, station yeah. flying around and the mansion at the end. Like this, and, and Deckard's apartment. There's no right, real... The uh, place where he gets noodles. And the pla- that's it, like outside. Like yeah. there's, there's no real sets and that's, you know, for obvious reasons, budgetary constraints. Does he get, get noodles in, in this? I'm not going to say. Damn it. <laughs> uh, so it's set 30 years after. Immediately from the get-go, uh, Denny Villeneuve. I can never say his surname. Don't worry uh, about it. You can, Denny, you've, got, you've got a week to learn it before the proper reading. Villeneuve, Villeneuve. Denny V, I'm going to call him. I appreciate that. Uh, Denny V has his own look, and this looks like a Denny V film and not a Ridley Scott film, which is great. And it's it makes the first film... When this, this first film, can once seen in conjunction with this, I just found like... The first film almost feels like a um, like a short story in a book set all about this universe, and this film is also now a, a, like a, a one-off short story in a book about a big universe, and those two stories complement each other. Sure, it, it it builds the world. Like you see a lot more of what the world looks like, which you never think about. You kind of think, oh, I, I guess the whole world looks like this, but it's just Los Angeles that you've seen, and maybe the rest of the world does look like that. Maybe some of it doesn't, and. I just never thought about that before. And I thought that was really interesting to see how different parts of the world and learning about the world's history. And also um, just not repeat, trying not to repeat the same things, which I thought was kind of bold. Like it's so easy for a director to be like, let's do the shot of them flying past the Coke sign again. And just, there's none of that. There's not a lot of shots of like the neon signs and they're, they're there, but nowhere near the amount that they were in the first film. Like they're there when they need, when someone needs to get to A to B, but it's only, only part of it is set in Los Angeles. Is it about sentience again? Or? Yeah, totally. Yeah, and just sure. think about how advanced the AI was in that film. Mm. And then imagine what 30 years does. Like Siri wasn't around five years ago. Imagine what that's going to be like in five years. So this is, is 30 years from like... So Siri's in it. Siri's, well, bas- basically... <laughs> Um, yeah, it looks gorgeous. Every shot, like the first film, is like this beautiful Baroque-looking, stunning. Like it almost looks like a soft painting in parts. Like all the t- things in Terrell's Corporation looks like something out of like a Greek tragedy. Like just you know, it, it looks stunning. And then you've got the the dirty neon city. And this film doesn't really emulate those looks. It has its own beauty. It looked it looks beautiful. Uh, Roger Deakins should probably he's been nominated I think 13 times for best cinematographer I think he'll get it for this it's like 
gorgeous to look at. Any anything you, I kept thinking like this is something that they will collab uh, calibrate like HD TVs with because <laughs> every shot was you could pause and it's stunning, flawless special effects like very seamless. You couldn't tell when it was CG or practical. Kind of like Mad Max Fury Road. Sure. Just very lived in world. Um, but yeah, my thought, look, it's a big movie. It's bigger than, it's, the pacing is deliberate. Like the first movie you realize it's quite slow pacing. Like lots of shots of Decker just driving around at night, which I don't know, halfway through, you kind of, you know, you're just kind of going A to B. Yeah. They're still here. So like shots that like films that were not based off an older movie, I think the studio would be like, lose that scene, lose sure. that scene. Yeah, but yeah. like a modern audience, I think, I think this film will be divisive. Um, it's been reviewed crazy, which is I've I've even surprised like positive, by that. positive, yeah, yeah, great, yeah, been reviewed crazy, which I'm surprised by. I guess they're film critics and film critics love Blade Runner. I'm curious to see what the general public think. I think it's gonna be super divisive. I think people are, might maybe be like, "Where's the action sci-fi?" Maybe it's being sold as something else. Like there's not a lot of action. In this yeah, film. Would you say that of of all the Harrison Ford franchises, and yeah. even though this is only like this is only the second. Second Blade Runner movie, it still definitely is, you know, with all the different versions of yeah. the franchise of yeah. sorts. Do and you reckon game. this... Well, obviously <laughs> Star Wars takes the top slot, but do you reckon more people love Blade Runner than they do Indiana Jones? I think so. I think film lovers do. I think it's like Indiana Jones is like that, you know, it was always a throwback to a B movie. I don't know. But it, it no, I don't know. It, like it tanked the first time it came out, Blade Runner. Like it was a flop critically really? and commercially. It was a huge flop. Yeah. Crazy flop, and it was just a cult thing that picked up steam on VHS, and then, you know, the director's cut. Like it was always a cult movie that people loved. Like my dad saw it. It was released the same day as Tron. Oh wow! In Australia, my dad saw them back to back by himself, like a goat. Fuck, that's um, awesome. I wish he recorded a podcast. I know, <laughs> I know. And he was just like, he couldn't get Blade Runner out of his head. Like it just looked like nothing else. Which did he see first? I think Blade Runner. And so and the that's entire the time he was watching Tron, he was like, "Fuck." He just wanted to see Blade movie. Runner again. Yeah, he was just like Blade Runner, Blade Runner, Blade Runner. But did you have what was one, weird for this? Did you didn't you have a one sheet from Tron on your wall as well? No, he was not a. We weren't a Tron house. <laughs> but what was missing? Um, what was interesting for me? And you mentioned Star Wars and Indy. That like, The Force Awakens also didn't have the task of being the first Star Wars sequel. Like, there's six. Mm. You know, it was the sixth Star Wars sequel. So this was like, like Blade Runner is such a special thing. Why? Well, yeah, when up, this got announced, I was like, oh no! Like, yeah, I was too. I, I was like vehemently against it. There was in development. Hell, we'll go into it next week. But at one stage, like Ridley Scott and his brother were going to do a series of web series based around the universe because they couldn't get all the rights back. This movie is in rights hell. Um, it was the original was in rights hell. It was owned by so many different people. That's why it took so long. But when Denny V was named director, I was, I was like, now I'm on board. What else has he done in the past? Sicario, which was like my favorite movie yep. of 2014. I think when it, of 2015, up besides The Force Awakens. Um, he also did Arrival. Oh, great. Yeah. He did Prisoners. He's now doing Dune. Like, he's a goat. He's, he's kind of like that auteur uh, ship that uh, Chris Nolan has. Like, sure. makes serious movies. He's not making movies of, like, wisecracks and, like, mugs to camera and shrugs. Like, they're movie. They're, like, films for people who love films. He's directing the next Deadpool movie, right? He's doing Deadpool 2, Dead and Loving It. <laughs> Uh, with Leslie Nelson, funnily enough, <laughs> in the role of Cable, which would be fantastic. That would be amazing. That would be sick. Fuck. He farts and stuff. 
bring it somehow reanimate Leslie Nielsen. Get him back. I mean, we're sieging Carrie Fisher. Get Leslie Nelson back to be cable. That's huge, isn't it? Yeah, I think that would be incredible. Yeah, we can still get a petition going. There's our next live episode. Movies Leslie Nelson should be reanimated for. Um, so would you give a big fat definitely go see this fucking movie if you loved Blade Runner? Look, it still blows my mind that this movie is released. I, I read Not for the fact that like, oh my god, I can't believe they're doing a sequel. Like the fact it was made the way it was like, this is going to bore a lot of people who are expecting like, um, guardians of the galaxy. It's like a slow meditative piece on what it is to be human. Like it and takes, it's an, it's, it's an hour longer than the, uh, it's an hour longer than the, I never once. Hours. Yeah. I was never, I was captivated the whole time. I never was once like, this is too long. And yeah, you, you said, I didn't know if it was going to be over or not. You said like, uh, you didn't blink once for the entire movie. Yeah. I didn't blink. once. I was just kind of like, Oh. And it's very quiet. That's another thing. It's a very quiet movie. Yeah, I've, I, I, it's still weird. Like I saw it less than twenty four hours ago, but it was. Um, I just can't believe it was made. It's blowing my mind. Is it a Warner Brothers movie as well? It's no. Warner Brothers. No, it's Sony and something else. It's yeah. a few Sony and Columbia. Right. First time they've done a movie in ten years together or something. And Alcorn, which is weird a, because, uh, isn't isn't the original one Warner Brothers? The original one was Warner Brothers. That's yeah, what right. I mean. It was in Wright's Hell. If it's worth watching, and I'm going to watch it before um, we do next week. There's an amazing documentary called Dark Days, and it's the making of the first Blade Runner. It's on the Final Cut Blu-ray. Right. It's like two hours long or something. It's like one of the best documentaries about making a film ever. It just goes into you know the inception of the film onwards, and I, I'm going to skill off on that. But it is in rights hell because it was a lot of independent backers, I think, for the original one, and it was just like someone had the rights, someone refused to let go. Even the video game, which we'll talk about, I think, next week as well. We'll just do a Blade Runner app. Yeah, which is which is crazy because um, also I think Weekly Planet just did that, but it's fine with, with our with our mate Steel. Oh, we'll was, do a different one. He did the which one? It's like it's uh, Steel Saunders on on Weekly Planet. I haven't listened to it yet. It's came up in my feed, and they did it all about before they, they have. It's like kind of like a, a primer before you go see Twenty Forty Nine. Oh wow! All about the history and stuff like that. It's, uh, yeah, it looks, I mean, you know, man, maybe we shouldn't do it. <laughs> no, it's, uh, let's 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 just listen and make sure, make sure we give them a little something that they, they didn't do. Yeah, I'll definitely listen. We'll just do maybe if I listen, jokes. then I will just rip it off. Maybe you listen, and then <laughs> okay, you, I'll listen. and then you steer me in the direction if I'm going off because I, I I consider myself a Blade Runner scholar. Okay, sweet. Yeah, I taught the cl- like in Year Twelve. It was one of the texts we had to study for the HSC. That's also the dumbest thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> But the teacher would turn to me for shit because I was like, they were picking up the wrong stuff. I was like, no, you idiots. It means this. And yeah. So look, I'm a Blade Runner scholar. Okay. I'm the author. <laughs> Let it be known. He's a Blade Runner scholar. I'm Denny V, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what about people listening that have not seen the original? I think it still works as its own movie. Yeah. Like there are bits you won't get as much, but you just know for a fact there's these things that were called replicants and... There, you know, there were models then that had a four-year lifespan and that they're considered ancient. It, and that there was a guy called uh, Deckard who was a Blade Runner who hunted them down. Like, they say that in the film. So it works for people who haven't seen it. You won't get anywhere near the enjoyment. But I think it does stand on its own a bit. Again, it's like the first movie doesn't give you a lot to work with in a way. It doesn't, like, do crazy universe building. Mm. It's a very, like, man, I still can't... Stop thinking how small that movie is. It's literally a cop that goes like, cool, you got to kill these four replicants. And then it's a guy just trying to find four people. And it doesn't really, not much happens. It's so moody. It's more about like, the, uh, yeah. Bizarre I mean, that it got made. And it's kind of like this one. You should absolutely watch it if you, if you were even considering seeing the sequel. Oh, it's a, it's like, probably like a top three favorite film ever for me. Like hands down. What else is in there? 
Star Wars. Yeah. Empire Strikes Back. I don't know. Like Maybe just Star Wars. It's the one that started it all off. <laughs> okay, sure. Oh, right. So I thought you meant like you're just going to include all of them. No, like Star Wars, like A New Hope, because um, it just kicked it off. And I don't know. Uh, something else. I'll go to that one later. Dark Knight. Uh, Octopussy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's too um, hard. Pee-wee's Big Adventure, maybe. Oh, man. That's so up there for me, too. Yeah, maybe. Seriously, I think it might be Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Wow. Oh, we, we, we said we were going to do a Wes Anderson special. But yeah. A Burton special. Burton special would rock. Because there are so many ones in that that I've just never seen. And it would be Old fun. Old or new ones? I, would, I mean, new, I haven't seen anything new. Yeah. Done. I can't think of the last new one I saw. Or maybe Alice in Wonderland. I did not see that. I saw that. Yeah, man. Uh, see, I wonder if, like, how... That would be a fun experiment, trying to yeah. see which of the new ones we actually Fuck. could sit through. Like that's I haven't incredible. even seen like Sweeney Todd, which was quite well received. Yeah, that's that's the last one I. No, it was Alice in Wonderland. Was the last one I saw. I didn't see anything after Alice in Wonderland. Big, big, big fish? fish. I haven't seen that. Real no. big fish. I've got. I listened. <laughs> seen to real, uh, seen real big fish every night. What's the one he did? Big eyes or something like that. Remember the one about the artist with Christoph Waltz and. Oh, I'll, I'll see one with Christoph Waltz in it. I love. Yeah. I love Waltzy. Waltzy's great. What was that? I can't even remember the name. Fuck it. We'll do it in our special. Burton. Yeah. Are you okay, Tim? Like, is he okay? Let's find, out if, okay. let's find out if Burton's okay. Yeah. Uh, so Blade Runner, that was the weirdest ever describe, description of a movie. It still affected me a lot. Like I, all day it was on my mind. I've listened to the score all day while I was working. Amazing. Which is kind of like, you'll see. Next week you will know if that was like a pleasant thing or like a not a pleasant thing. But it's Skrillex, right? It's Skrilly. Well, it actually parts. No, it's not. <laughs> um yeah, it, it, the score was very similar. I will say this to uh, to what the Dunkirk store, score did, but not the constant, but still that like, oh, I'm uneasy right now. Like, Vangelis's score is interesting because it's almost like the only lush thing in the the film, which is so kind of ugly. Yeah, where this is almost the opposite. The score is a bit different, and to it's, again, it's a dichotomy to what you see on screen. Awesome. Well, I look forward to seeing it. Yeah, the movie, it's affected me. I'm still like, I can't give it a rating. I can't say Didn't much more. It. It's fine. Yeah. I'll it's force just, you to give it one next week. It's big. It's big. It's, it makes the, yeah. Okay. I've said this so many times, but this is my final, final thoughts. You realize how big that, that universe is and it makes the first film look like quite small. So should they have named this movie Blade Runner, Bigger, Longer and Uncut? Yeah. Blade runner <laughs> Um, so Angus, let's talk about uh, some video games that we've been playing. Man, I recently. hope next week's is as astute as that. <laughs> I'm, I'm video so, games. I'm so excited to watch it. I probably, yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch it again too. I love hearing you passionately talk. Because I got a car well. for a few weeks now, so I'm just going to drive and watch it after work one day. Why does having a car matter? Oh, because like, re- get, there's no cinemas nearby, and you get kind of stranded and have to like wait at a train station by yourself, and that's right. kind of depressing. Okay, you With know the, what I mean? Yeah, while while holding a giant Toblerone. Yeah, that we're no, holding that, a giant top No one in the, in the cinema deserves. Yeah, no one deserves it. I'm getting out of here. Denny V, have a piece. Um, more on that later. Um, let's talk about the SNES Mini, which just came out last week. Yeah, I can't believe we got them. The, the NES Mini was fucking so high. Apparently, they're just, they're, they're, just, they're just making hundreds of these, and they're not stopping production anytime soon. They had, someone uh, put up a, a photo of a Target in yeah, Bunbury, so Western like Australia. 300 or something. Like yeah, it was just like the entire store just, like, was just full of SNES Minis. Where the NES Mini was like, the store might get two. Yeah, it you know was what insane. I mean. It was so hard to get, and funnily enough, like you know, the NES is great, but to me, the Super Nintendo is like where video games. You know, you had your Golden Age comics, Silver Age is dope. This is like the Silver Age of gaming. Like this is when you know, got, like NES games. Besides maybe Super Mario World three, I'm not going to be playing any more games on there for more than ten minutes. I think you I would go I mean? as far to say Golden Age is like Atari and it's Commodore sixty four. Silver right. Age is this NES, is... and this is the modern age. Yeah. 
SNES, SNES is, is the like, modern age of gaming. Yeah, SNES is when Watchmen came out. Yeah. <laughs> and Batman Year One. Um, so, I, I, I but consider you're not going to play NES for more than... Well, like, that's what I mean. Like, the NES, the NES it looked cool. But I had a look at the list of games. Like, I'm not going to play any of... I'm going to play two of them. And if I do, I've played them so many times yeah, before. Yeah, I'm going to play Mario Brothers 3 and Mario Brothers 2. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And one. Nah, fuck one. Just for nostalgia. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know, but you play it for like a minute. And you're like, cool. Oh, I know what that's happens. Right, I hate this. Yeah, like you know, it's 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 a marvel. It's an incredible yeah. piece of you know media. But it, but when you've got Mario Brothers three on there, you're not going to play exactly. Mario Brothers one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it is that completely. And the the list of games was like, blah, but when this SNES movie came out, we were like, motherfucker, Secret of Mana. Like, I'd buy a SNES movie if it just had Secret of Mana that's on. Very it. true. You know what I mean? And you had Final Fantasy three or six, whatever you want to call it. And it's it's this gorgeous little thing. I, I could not believe it's the size of an. Apple TV. Like, it's the size of a tangerine. Yeah, it's the size of a tangerine. <laughs> it's the size of a tangerine. Maybe we just do the show about that. I'm just thinking of any live show things we could do now. <laughs> we'll have everyone in the audience come up and have a go at doing that line. <laughs> no, the, the entire episode is about things Us that trying are, to pronounce Denny V's name in um, the size of a tangerine <laughs> accent. <laughs> Um, so I got this gorgeous little SNES mini And um, I fire it up You and me both baby I took it to my parents house Because um, I'm taking the kids out of my wife's hair for a day um, So she can work on her thesis um, oh, wow. A little bit of real life insight for our, for our listeners There you go um, And uh, I, I set it up on my, on my parents' television And um, I say Archie Who's three like, have at it. What should we play first? Straight away. Yoshi's fucking Island. predictable. Yoshi's Island. Yeah. Big Yoshi fan. But it's it was funny. It- I have the same story except with Chloe, my <laughs> partner. She wanted to go straight to Yoshi's Island. Never played it before. Well, I mean, and I was so excited. That was actually one of the first games I wanted to play anyway because... Um, it's, it's never actually, been emulated exactly this, because it's a very hard game to emulate. Apparently, and they did a version on GBA which was nowhere near as good as it was on the SNES. It looked different. It, it was built. It was built from the ground up. It wasn't an emulation, and it was what do they call it back then? Super Mario Advance something. Yoshi's Island. Remember they were calling yeah. it? They did like Super Mario Advance, Super Mario Brothers three, and it kind of used like the. It didn't use the original eight uh, bit or sixteen bit graphics. It would use like the remember the look of the games in Super Mario All Stars. Remember right. it kind yeah. of gave it that mo- like it made the first Mario Brothers look a bit better. Notably absent, I must say, I, Super Mario All Stars should be on the NES Mini. That that would be awesome. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Oh well, another story for another day. Um, there are articles that are already ranking all of the um, all the games, and I think after we have a month with this thing, we should we'll try and we should do a little ranking. What's getting first, like Link to the Past or Secret of Mana? Um, actually, Final Fantasy three is topping a lot of these lists. It is, um, which is one of the games like the that I've one. never played. So. I played it emulated uh, in high school. It's great. Um, so I played Yoshi's Island. It was really really fun to play that again because um, yeah, it I mean, I, I, I played it on my friend's SNES um, when I was in in, in, in now, primary school. Now used the Super FX chip, which might be one of the reasons why. It was hard to emulate well, that's what they used game. to say but who knows why yeah. it was yeah Nintendo, as we know Nintendo are shit at emulating their old games and shit at communicating shit at communicating they're like the worst p- girlfriend you could ever have <laughs> they're terrible at emulating games uh, to the degree where the Switch still can't do it for so and everyone, everyone else is doing it just not Nintendo but they're also incredible workers and um, and are have, proud people that's right they're great proud, girlfriends. They're, they're great girlfriends. People. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the game that surprised me the most, because I was just kind of flicking through it, I played a bunch of yeah. like, the run and gunny ones, which, like, you know, playing Super Castlevania and playing. Well, so these games, like, if you miss them when they came out, they were so hard to track down, especially for people our age where you didn't have, like, a disposable income. Mm. Like, if a video store didn't have it or it had been damaged, or, like, for me, like, I've never played, like, Super Punch Out before because. I, I don't know. I, I just never did. It was never available. It show, like it wasn't a game that was rented. And so there's a lot of games I'm playing for the first time. Games I've only ever seen like the boxes of or the 
the uh, in-game like screenshots of. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm so drunk with power. I was playing all these arcade joints, like the the, the, run, the running gun, yeah, Contra, which is brutal. It's Man, so hard. It's so everything hurts you. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> everything hurts you. I was playing it two player because we had guests, and I was like. I got this SNES Mini and I was like, I just want to play Mario World all by myself because I never owned Mario World. Oh, really? I borrowed it Scandal. and stuff. Yeah, I, got, I think I told you, I got Mario Paint because I think my parents thought it would be more artistic if I got that. And I love Mario. Mario Paint should be on this, but that's another... I'm going to come uh, Oh, yeah. That, that, so that was like my, my number one thing when, when Archie was like... Because like... He, it's pretty boring when you're a three-year-old to watch your dad play a, a platformer game yeah, for like, like a shit TV minutes. show. Yeah, exactly. There's no dialogue. And I was like, man, I wish Mario Paint was on here so he could fuck best. around he with that. He can make music. Or just you can just you know draw draw a dick on Mario's head. No, that's classic. Um, but uh, I was really surprised as I was playing all these arcade run and gun joints, like and just like like Super Ghouls and Ghosts. I can't yeah. get anywhere. Oh, that's in there. So it's hard. so fucking hard. Super hard. Ghouls it's and so hard. But I want to get good at it. It's the thing. All these games, none of them are like an instant turn off. Who made like, that? Was that Konami? Uh, yeah, no, Capcom. Capcom. That, there's yeah. a lot of Capcom jams on here yeah, that yeah. are great. You got Mega Man. You got well, con- no, Contra. Well, that's what I mean. So, so I, I put on Mega Man X. Like I've played, I played Mega Man one through three or four, I and then I played three on Nets. nine and ten when they came out recently. I've never played Mega Man X. How is it? It's so fucking good. It yeah. is like it's not like the super punishing, like you know, yeah, like running gun kind of arcade yeah. joint. It's like you just. It, it has like it's like, it's an adventure, cool. and uh, man, you should get into it. It's, it's when they really, probably fleshed really out the character for the first time, wasn't it? And like, besides, or was like, it just like, the, just the level structure of it all? It's, it's yeah, so sure. fun. Um, like you know, you're still just shooting, 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 jumping, jumping, etc. But like, there's different mechanics to it. And um, did you play Mario World yet? Yeah, of course. It's that's such a perfect. But game. I've played that f- those first you know ten levels of Mario World yeah. so many times. They're all so, so good though. I wish I could just jump forward ten yeah. levels. Yeah. Well, now you can with that save state feature. Well, I mean, you can't jump. I've got to play it in the beginning. Every one. song on Mario World is fucking. You got a favorite phenomenal. one? Man, I think I do, but it just changes. Mine's okay, okay, keep going. I'm going to hop on Yoshi. Now, that that one that's like the most perfect sort. Like, how do you that that to me almost competes with? You know what I mean? Like, how do you make a memorable Mario score? But then when you go, is it in the underground version of that thing, which is like like? No, that's that's the original one. That goes. There's so much good music in that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what I was just going to make? Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, that's ding, it. Ding, 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 ding. That's yeah, it. So good. <laughs> um, speaking of scores, you know what? Like Donkey Kong Country score. Oh, yeah. There's so much good music in that, there. Yeah, there's so many good songs on this that I'm remembering. Just It's like greatest hits. Yeah, so I, I was really drawn, I don't know why, to all the really punishing arcade stuff first because I guess I know... We never played them and you've only read about them. I'm exactly. sure that's why. Yeah, yeah. It was a mystery. And uh, so I, I, I've put in a few hours on, on, on it so far. I really want to... I'm looking forward to doing Mana, doing... Uh, Mana's going to be gorgeous. Doing uh, Thingo. Um, fucking... Uh, Earthbound? Earthbound. I've never finished Earthbound. Yeah, same. Um, and um, also, um, I'm really looking forward to doing Final Fantasy III. Final Fantasy III. Of course, these are all there? games that... Uh, is Chrono Trigger on there? No. No. What, so, what are the big uh, RPGs that everyone loves? Secret of Mana and we Final Fantasy III. We just said all three of them. Final yeah. Fantasy III and Earthbound. And then I guess you can... I mean, Link it to the past, past, maybe. Yeah. 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 Um, I want to 100% Link it to the past. I finished it, but I've never gotten everything. So Yeah, there's like one item or something that's... 
make or break whether you get 100%, I think. Right, okay. From what I remember in a dungeon, maybe. Um, and uh, I got this really, really cool guide. Um, oh, yeah, I saw get. that. It was like I 30 seen bucks it. at EB Games when I, where I got the console from. And it's like this awesome find it. book that includes like history. Um, it has like a little bit of like actual guides to playing the games and like a guide to all the secrets yeah, wow. it has like a guide to how to speed run each of the games is it official yeah it's official nintendo products it's fucking awesome how did i not know that they were making this that's such a cool book to have it's such a cool book and it, and it's yeah. like 300 and something pages for wow. 30 bucks i'm gonna get it i, I couldn't find it like, like in a way i can see myself spending more time with the book than is i do limited? with the console as hell i there was i got the last one at the ep games i was at but i'm sure they'll get more of it yeah it sounds tight i loved even if you just try to bring up the instructions it just brings up a QR code on the screen and you just point... I opened up my camera app because it reads QR codes now and it just like brings up the instruction manual for the game. And oh, that's you awesome. You which language you want it in and I was just looking at like the Street Fighter moves on my phone. I was like, oh, this is great. That's awesome. It's just a PDF, like the full proper SNES, like proper instruction booklet. So what was it, the first game we both... The first game both Mario Kart because the night oh, before we have guests. We've had, we've had guests at the moment and we spent about three hours. This is how we bonded me and uh, them just playing Mario Kart 8 for ages and they, it was it's such a... I just was like, oh, this is such a perfect game. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just playing eight, it's it, like, it's eight is such a beautiful, well-made game. And it's true what we were saying before about you play Mario Brothers three instead of one if you have the choice. Mario Super Mario Kart, should I say? Man, I mean, you know, it's where it all came from, but it's so hard and so limited and so punishing. Yeah, well, you I, can't I, even see the more than like in-game like three meters ahead of you at any one time, <laughs> yeah, and everything's. Totally. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So flat, you're literally like timing going left or right. Whereas now it's like you're upside down, you're in the fucking water, you, you, you're carrying two items, you're dragging items. Like this is, I forgot about this, like Yoshi just lays eggs if he's CPU or Bowser just leaves like fire on the ground, like items you can never get. They all have weird items, like custom items. It's weird. Yeah. 
It's so different. I think I think F Zero is the better of the um of the, the racing NES races. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I love F Zero. That, that again. It has, has my probably my favorite Nintendo score I know, as well. Mute City, right? Yeah, it's fucking Mute love City, it. bitch. Da, da, Why is it called Mute City if there's good music da, da, in it? It's a very that's good dystopian shit right there. Yeah, it is tight as hell. Yeah, so fucking. I'm still loving. I think my favorite music on the whole thing is the secret bonus levels in Donkey Kong Country that. Although you know what piece of music I associate with that game more than any other piece of music. Because you keep fucking dying. Man, I don't want to get dark for a minute, but I was playing it the other night. Please do. You know when you're like, no, I'll get dark as hell, it's me. You know when you're like Donkey Kong and Diddy and you find a DK barrel and you just pick it up and you throw it is that like a boarding a baby? I was like, I'm pro-choice normally. <laughs> I was like, I'm so pro-choice. Oh, yeah. You can hear him going, ah, 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 yeah. and you just, just pick him up. <laughs> I was playing it. And I was like, I think I'm killing these like pre-born apes. And it was the first time I got, I was going, <laughs> and I was like playing with somebody. And I was like, oh man, that's really weird. All these protesters <laughs> pop up and stop you from finishing the level. I threw the DK barrel and I mean, it's like, Ooh, ah, ah, and I'm like, Donkey Kong and Diddy, who what was in there? I don't know, was it, I shouldn't care about it because it wasn't a fully formed person, but oh no. It was a <laughs> fully formed monkey. Fully formed, and I'm just having these like full moral dilemmas now about what I'm supposed to do. It was, I think that's when I stopped playing. It was so weird. I never thought about that as a kid and I'm like, man, Donkey Kong's dark. Every time you pick up one of those barrels, you're killing a Donkey Kong or a Diddy Kong it's so wild I just realised that it's actually the darkest game ever it's dark right it is now I, I, sure. I was going to text you straight away and I was like no I'm going to say that on the pod and they don't even get when they die they don't even get it's just dead and there's nothing in the barrel it just crashes it crashes oh man it's so dark yeah I got really existential playing Donkey Kong Country but man that game still looks pretty good so I spent all of my Saturday um, just fucking going through all those NES mini games, having a great time with it. It was yeah. so much fun. Um, and then that night, um, my friend John Valenzuela, who's been on the show in the past, Man, what, a, um, what a day for you! I didn't realize this was in the same day. Uh, so after yeah, I, I played a long shitty gig, uh, and then um, I went straight to his place. I got there at about midnight. And uh, we stayed up for a couple of hours playing Cuphead, which had just come which out. Which had just day. came out, and as we know, it's a Windows 10 and Xbox, Xbox One exclusive. Yeah. Um, and uh, he has how an is Xbox. it? It looks fucking beautiful. It looks fucking beautiful. The presentation is incredible. It just looks like a cartoon, doesn't it? Like That's it's right. stunning. And it, did you at ever any point go like, how do I know this is a game? Like it just looks like a cartoon. Well, the the best thing about it is the sound design as well and the music. Um, and if you, it, like try and find, there's a bunch of interviews talking about like how they instantly regretted trying to make the uh, game in that style of animation, how much harder it actually was oh, to, wow. to make it, make it really? work. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Well, um, why did they do it? Just because like, that, that was the idea and they, yeah. they wanted to make it. That's what I mean, why regret it? Like, they that's your idea. But as in, like, it was so much fucking work. Like, this, this game came out so much later than Yeah, it was announced like they, three years ago exactly, or something. Yeah. Like, I remember seeing, like, even watching what I've seen, I'm, I'm sure you'll touch on this, but for me, it's so hard to concern... We're so used to the language of games where you see something moving on the screen that's not a background and you're like, oh, that's a that's an animated thing that's going to attack me. You know what I mean? Like in Donkey Kong Country, you know, for example, the trees, you can't really interact with them because of the way they appear on screen. But you know, like the crocs going back and forth as villains. 
Whereas with Cuphead for me, I'm just like, man, it all looks beautiful and the same. I don't actually know what's no, like... Okay, here's a, here's, here's a good rule. Everything wants to kill you. It is, it is Contra 3. So everything wants so to kill you. So it was so funny having played all those games all day to yeah. then go and play something that was just like a brand new game that was just made to that specific wow. style of game I've heard it's where like it's all Contra about 3. you just memorize... You memorize where all the villains are going to show up, and you just fucking it's shoot, a style shoot, of shoot, gaming shoot, shoot. Which doesn't really exist anymore, does it? No, and like, I, especially like mainstream games. So the, the the two of us, John and I, played um, two player. Yeah. Um, and, and it's simultaneous, right? It's like yeah, yeah. It, and that, that was it was really really fun. Who's his friend? Cuphead and who? Uh, Mughead, I think it is. It's just, it's yeah, just <laughs> genius. Um, and uh, Silent Bob and Mud Cuphead. <laughs> He's this fat guy that sells weed and doesn't talk. But he's um, also got a handle on his head. And he's he's been, I don't know, something about taint area of a cup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck, what would the taint area be? The taint would be the handle. <laughs> the bottom of the mug is the brown. No, that's no, no. The, so tea the, leaves the brown is the tea itself. It's the brown is the brown. tea. The clit, I don't know. The clit's the handle. I don't know. This is huge. Let's unpack this one later. <laughs> Let's do a live episode about Let's it. Let's do a live episode in Christopher Walken's voice. No, whose voice <laughs> is it? Christopher Walken. <laughs> Christopher Michael Caine Michael Caine And Christopher Walken who While are, we Wait uh, I said who are That's Al Pacino It's Al Pacino We're getting them all in there <laughs> Celebrity death match And we're crank yanking The jerky boys <laughs> It's good I'd pay but, I'd pay $30 to watch HeyFam open with that um, So it was extremely fun To like for To a point Sure Because you Basically like The, the, the two levels and You've had a big day as well Yeah But I was like I, I mean I love I love I love Those committing games. to a game and going like, we're going to finish this level. Fuck you. We're not, yeah. not going to quit. You are good at that. Um, and You're a good moral compass. The, the two kind of, in the, in the first world at least, like the two kind of levels you get given, one of them is like a, um, like a more platform heavy, you just kind of you know, run to, to the right. There's this onslaught of enemies coming to get you from, from the air, from, from the left, from the bottom, from the right, left, what right. What do you use for ammo? Is he just shoot? Yeah, he points his finger and he just... And it's unlimited ammo. Yep. Cool. And That's going to be... A little nice wing. I hate the Xbox controller. I know a lot of people think it's the best controller ever made. I do think they? it fucking sucks. Why do I, people think it's the best? I don't know. I think people like the the way that the um there has like offset um you know how like the one one joystick is like kind of closer to the bottom, the other yes. one's closer to the top. I hate that so much. Yeah. I remember like when you would go and play like yeah. GTA having mastered it on like the PlayStation yeah, controller. Sure. Even when like the this is like maybe on like a three sixty and, and earlier. That. Yeah, yeah. You'd go to that and be like, oh what the fuck is this what's going on here? It's a big controller too, isn't it? Yeah. Is it still the biggest out of all of them? Oh no, I, I, actually there was no problem with the size. But they then shrunk it down. The buttons are not as like they're a bit like more firmer plastic than yeah. I don't know, there's like real nitpicky Angus Trusted no, shit here. No, dude, you're <laughs> preaching to the choir. I know. <laughs> That font offends me. How's um, the font? Oh, it's good. I've checked the font. The actually. font's great. It's good. You would love I should do a font. website that's just literally like, how's the font in that game? And it's just like, you type in the game and it's like, good, bad. Yeah. That's it. I think you're, you're about to be triggered quite quite soon in this episode. Um, oh, but, golf uh, story? Yeah. I already know. I saw it. That's why I haven't bought it yet, namely. <laughs> um, but uh, like there are little things like... Um, like so, you, yeah. The, 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 you either do this platforming game level, or you do like ones where you just take on this these boss. Is it levels. top down when you go between levels? I've seen like Commander Keen Somewhat, style. Like, yeah, almost. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a great, great way. Yeah, yeah remember yeah. Commander Keen, the first one and stuff, or maybe even the third. It was, one. It was yeah, all, all of them. The third one, you walk to your next yeah, level. Yeah. Was it? It's kind of weird. Yeah, because it's yeah. I I saw that in the tra- and I did see that there's like Keen Four, another great game with incredible Keen music. Four. Oh yeah. So that's the first level. It throws you into. Um, there are a bunch of them. You can do like these boss battles, or you can do like these platforming, um, depending on which which fork. So in the boss battles, you don't play like a li- 
Now, are these continuous? No, so it's not like Contra. Whereas Contra, you would get through a long level of running and gunning, and then yeah. you would have to play, go up against a really hard boss. Yeah. This is like you go straight into a boss level when, when, sure. once you once you select that level. And the boss levels are like in like these three phases. Um, and there's no so okay. Here's, it's so brutally hard, but it has like an easy option, and the easy option you don't just do that, do you? well, you just feel like such a cop out because so, I mean, you don't want to do that. It's all the battles are way shorter. If they offered a, like health power ups at some point, that's right. It, I've heard there's no health, so th- that would make this game so much more bearable to me. So you have one life, and that's it. Well, no, you you can get hit a couple times. But once, you know, and then, and then you can resurrect each other, which is almost a power-up in a way. But you need to play two-player. Yeah, yeah, to resurrect each other. Um, yeah, right. It's, it is so brutal, and I get what they were trying to do. Um, and I think for some people, this is absolutely the game that they want more than anything. But it is, you master these levels through rep- repetition. I don't, I don't, and, and I don't know how that, fun that is That's now. what stopped me from enjoying Crash the Bandicoot, the yeah. recollection. I don't have the memories associated with that game. I haven't already memorized these levels. Yeah. I don't really want to do it now as a 32-year-old. There's only so many levels you can memorize when you're an adult. And exactly. your full job is, full-time job isn't playing video games. Exactly, exactly. Like, okay, I know there's it, it, a lot of was, stuff that like Naughty Dog's now created this new era of like two hand holdy with your like... You know, movie. Is it a movie? Is it a game? Yeah, type yeah. Of it? But that's just that. That'll be uh, that. You know, we'll look back at that soon and be like, man, that was so hard. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a trend in gaming, and it is interesting when a game decides to make a completely retroactive decision that's kind of not the language of the game. You know what I mean? And be like, this is what stuff used to be like. And either it, it's never a crowd pleaser. It's people either love it or hate it. I Very think. true. Yeah, this is getting like pretty great reviews, and I think it is from because it is like you know it's it, from game it, it loves the games that it's trying to yeah. pay homage. Maybe to. Maybe this is similar to Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I don't know. Yeah, I, I would like I would definitely recommend everyone trying to have a crack at it. Like give you love to get give your loser it. mate who has an Xbox a call. <laughs> yes. And um, well, John's <laughs> sorry, number, no offense, John. But so John's I number. just mean like you know. <laughs> That's all. Everyone, everyone who owns an Xbox that bought it has more regret than than anyone else in your life. Because yeah. this is like their, the first exciting game that they've gotten in in years. Four years almost. Right? <laughs> um, and it's it's really good. And I would highly recommend playing it two player. Even though this is like the biggest problem I have with it, um, it the. The two characters don't look different enough. Yeah, one's slightly red and one's slightly blue, right? Except your animo is either red or blue. Uh so like you at know. one point John who was blue was shooting red ammo and I was oh. red and shooting blue ammo and it's like you just so many times I would die in parts where I that I'd mastered Can they already. shoot you as well? No. Okay, that's fucked, good. Cuz you would be fucked so fucked. Um So how far did you progress in the time you played? We finished four or five levels. Was it hard? It was really really hard. Um Has he played more? Yes. And, and like there, there is a, a like the, it's glorious when you when you fi- when you finish a, lo- a level because it, and it's very very good at hooking you because it shows you how close to the finish line you were. Cool. Um, and you're like, oh nice my feature. god, fuck, we got so close. So you know, is let's it do, like it again, do it again. Or something? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's like there's the literal finish line, and you see that your two icons like heading towards it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Whether it's the platform or the or the boss battle because the bat- boss battles are in these weird phases. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like we, we, you know, that the the easy mode it, like taunts you, and after we die on this boss level, well, no, it's you? like you know, do, every time you start it, it says regular mode or easy or simple mode, um, and uh, that almost insults you, doesn't I, it? I died. We died that many times that I was like, fuck it, let's 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 finally give simple mode a crack, and we just destroyed the level way too quick. And um, you're just like, that's not fun. Like, yeah, it wasn't fun at all. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, I mean, if, 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 if there was some way to regenerate your health after you start losing it, 
that there's no way all... they're going to add that now either because people just cry foul. Well, no, I mean, like, if that's a different mode you can enable or something like yeah. that. Yeah. You can... It is a shame. I do see, like, they've made this beautiful game and a lot of people will be deterred and not to see it all and not to see all the beauty that's being created because of the challenging. And that's kind of, like, a decision that I'm sure they made along the line. But like you said, they just said, man, it was so hard making this look like this the whole time. Chances are a lot of people who... How much is it? It's an online game. Like, you can't sure. buy it physically, no can you? It's like a indie. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so, yeah. So probably like at the most thirty, forty dollars. Yeah. Like it's a shame some people are gonna spend that it's not a not a great amount of money when you think of how much like a triple A title is, but pay that and then not see all of the game. Like that's kind of yeah, a shame. I think a lot of people are gonna are definitely gonna try it out. Um But it's but you know what I mean? It's if, almost yeah, like if it's I an was like if I was still living in a share house and my like, you know, and, and with like, you know, in my early twenties I would destroy this fucking game. Yeah. But uh it uh it just it, it Hey, I, mean, one, I don't even have you're, an you're Xbox. You're taking the kids out so the wife can write the thesis. I mean, this is what life is about. <laughs> I guess this is growing up. Uh, it's US 20 bucks. So I guess that makes it yeah, like around, around 30 months. Oh, in Australia, it would be $80. <laughs> nah, we're not that bad. No, but you know like how shit our like, e-store stuff is? Yeah, yeah, totally. It's like, oh, this game's $8 in the States. It's $64 here. It's like, fuck off. <laughs> no one's paying that. Um, so on to games that I'm actually quite good at now. Um, Being a dad. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> you are good at being a dad. Thanks, bro. That's what I mean. That was like good. Um, you said I, things you're good at. First thing that came to mind. Great dad. I mentioned it last week. Um, Steam World, Steam World Dig Two. I think you actually got it as we were recording That's last right. week. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, we got the codes. Yeah, thank you so much. Which sounds like fucking <laughs> image form for shooting us some codes. DJ Khaled. We got the keys and we started playing that game. I got the codes, the codes, the codes, um, and. Uh, I played like I don't know probably like fifty percent of the first one on on three DS. Yep. It was really good, but it was never basically like you know you play this like robot who's powered by steam and you have to mine down. He looks kind of like the crazy frog. I'm saying it now. He looks like not in a um, bad way. He looks like Roberto <laughs> from Futurama, that crazy robot that you meant to meet in the mental asylum for oh, robots. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he looks like Roberto. Wait, is this the little blue dude? No, he's like red. red. Is this the lead character? No, that's Bender. Oh no! I know. Who, no, I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> Steamworld Dig. Steam. I don't know what the fucking character's name is. He looks like the Crazy Frog, doesn't he? Yeah, I guess so. In the first game, yeah, he kind of yeah. looks like yeah, Crazy definitely. Frog. Um, but uh, yeah, you kind of like you mine Does down he perform as far abortions as you can go. like um, Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong. <laughs> no, unfortunately <laughs> not. Maybe they'll patch that in. <laughs> Once, once everyone hears how how great a feature that that was, I know, was that Rareware getting their British uh, like political? No, they, they went full edgy edgy humor with um, Conker's Bad Fur Day. Maybe this is them getting. I, know, it I, reckon, this, I reckon I actually think Donkey Kong Country way edgier. You're just aborting babies the whole game. <laughs> um, but in yeah, in Steam World Dig, you you mine down as far as you can go, and then you have to return up when, once you run out of light to re- rejuvenate light. And then you keep mining back and you get a bunch of resource and you go up and you sell it and you upgrade your equipment and then you're able to access new areas. And there's basically, it, it was really, really fun, but you get to the point where you're like, where the fuck do I go now? And um, the most amazing thing that is so on the counter... you spend most of the game underground, right? Yeah, that's right. Does that ever get visually boring? Fuck no. Okay. So they do not, a lot in of, the second one, hell no. So they do a lot of stuff to make it look like... Yeah, there's, there's, there's different. very different areas. Cool. There's like a big temple area with lava. And That's like lovely. this weird swamp lava level with like um, yeah, acid, nice. acid lakes That's and stuff nice. like that. I was kind of like, oh, when I heard you, like the whole thing was underground, I was like, hey man, we all played um, Boulder Dash in high school. Like, <laughs> I know what underground looks like. I'm not sure if I want to get down there anytime soon. No, it's really, really great. It's a very pretty game. <clears throat> um, and... and the, what they've done to kind of counteract this kind of like lost feeling is that there is like a missions 
And so you're, whenever you open your map, it's always showing you where, you, where they That's want you cool. to go next. Or you can just ignore it and explore and mine and find all the um, different resources. And um, to get extremely me for a minute... Um, How's the font? I think the font is wonderful. No, they changed the icon because yeah, it's like, yeah. Originally, had the switch icon was disgusting, and yeah. and, and every all, like, the, all the Angus Truscots of this world uh, screamed their little lungs I thought, out. I thought on it was Reddit. Dirty Sprite Two or something. It just said DS Two totally. in huge writing. I was like, what is this? I didn't know Future had got into. It. Hey man, speaking of Future, there is a song in the music that plays when you're in the in the swamp level, which is called Yarrow. Yeah. sounds like a Metro Boomin beat. Yeah, totally. Sounds, totally sounds like something he'd put on. Like, to get down there, he's like, if you're Metro, don't. Yeah. <laughs> it totally sounds like, like something like 21 Savage would rap over, man. That's it's insane. very good. Um, that's so Now weird. you know, that, that's, that's incentive for you to play it. It's, it's so... Oh, I can't wait to play it. As you know, I am trying to, like, I've... Um, last just, week, last week when I, when, I, when I was... Was it before or after we recorded? It was after it was we after. recorded. You, we, were, we were waiting you for were the episode Steam to bounce. You were playing Steam Digworld and... Steam yeah. World Digging. Uh, yeah. And I was like, oh, this is what I'm up to. I've been stuck here for... Like an hour on um, Mario Rabbits. Mario Rabbits. And so what I had done... Kingdom Battle. Kingdom Battle. I have just been playing it uh, without doing any of the challenges, without doing any of the going back and collecting stuff. So you stuff. were like halfway through World 3. World 4. World 4. I'm, like, I'm almost at the end. Yeah, wow. And, and, and I'm using he like... Was, he was so underpowered. I'm like, well, how the fuck did you get this far? Does that mean I was really good at it or I something? I don't know. A, a Tommy, Tommy Daslo, he, he pretty much finished the game around, around the same amount. As you did yeah. too, so I, I think it, it definitely is possible to just kind of refine your play. I guess I I, I like being as powerful as possible. No, so me I, too. I, love I guess it up. didn't. I guess you know, and I've got to say this about the game. My my only kind of slight complaints about the moment are it doesn't really tell you what you get for doing that. It doesn't sell you the concept that you're going to build up your character better. Like there wasn't even a one splash screen being like, "Hey, go back and do some challenges. You'll actually build up." Or it wasn't prominent enough. Like to it, me, the whole game, like, yeah, get, it, the get, whole game was like, keep going further, go to the next. Oh world. no! So it's like it, it, when it, when it first introduces that you can go back to the first the, the worlds you've previously been to to unlock secrets yeah. and and do challenges. It does say like and and max out your skill tree point by. Oh, it's just my literacy then, isn't it? You were like, you didn't want to read it because the font sucks. Seriously, I'd say actually probably this is a huge problem. <laughs> Fix your font up. Sorry, Fuck. that's just Levin's getting upset with the font on the um, Zoom recorder. <laughs> but like, that's just. Um, that's probably honestly why. But yeah, I've gone back and I'm just having a ball, like 100%ing all of the challenges. You know, the first two worlds are quite easy. Once you get to world three, there's some like... Oh, especially now that you've, you're you actually quite overpowered for those challenges. Totally. Oh, yeah. So, so that, just... that is one of the main reasons I did do them immediately because I was like, I know that these are not going to be challenges. But there's some ones that it's like quite esoteric where like you have to, you know, I won't say what they are because people are still probably playing them. You have to purposely get hurt sometimes to complete a level to in order to hit something. Yeah, and that's like, right. To you have to start like yeah. start thinking like quiet, out. and that that's really fun. I'm really enjoying that. It's strategic. But I, I, I can't wait to jump back in. Yeah, it's a really really good game. That's one, great. one that I 100 percented, and Angus, I bring it up because I plan to 100 percent Steam World Dig. It's that good. How far through are you now? Uh, I'm at like 90. I'm at like 92 percent or something like that. That's like, that's that's very close. I'm to at the, the end. point where I'm like having to look at guides to try and figure out what I've missed. But look, whatever, it's, it's still what fun. It's what we do. It's what we do. Um, it's either doing that or like spend hours and hours just going to every everything again. And as we've made abundantly clear, it's very hard for. You know, higher functioning adults to do. I got to take the kids out of the house, so my wife can do the thesis. She's doing the thesis. I'm going to start using that as an excuse <laughs> for not doing anything. Like, how do you, me? How do you think I feel? Levin's wife's doing a fucking thesis. <laughs> I'm over here while he's got the kids out of the house. So I was in Melbourne the other night, just completely, just just ripping on ripping Melbourne through this game. It was so fucking fun, and I think like, like for me, the best games on Switch, like my top five now is. Um, <laughs> 
is obviously Breath of the Wild, number one. It's like me in Star Wars' favourite movie. Like, you just have to... Mario and Rabbids, number two. Yeah, I I agree so far. Um, I would put SteamWorld Dig 2 at number three. Wow. I love it that much. It's so good. I'm I'm trying trying to 100% it. Yeah. Um, And then I would put... Uh, Games will never 100%. Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, we, we've got to get our friend Conrad Conrad, on who did, who yeah. did 100% it. The absolute madman. And then I see this next game that I'm about to say, see, we, and, I, and I convinced him to get it. I've only put in like 15 hours into Puyo Puyo Tetris, which I would put it as my fourth favorite game on the Switch. Yeah. I thought, because on, when you look at other people's profiles yeah, yeah, on the yeah, Switch, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. see how much they've played of each game. He's put in 85 hours Conrad. into Conrad. Yeah, into Puyo Puyo Tetris. Absolute madman status over here. The, clearly doesn't have a wife doing a thesis that he has to get the kids out of the house for. Clearly not. Clearly doesn't do a podcast with somebody <laughs> whose wife's doing a thesis for kids. <laughs> That's your excuse. That's my excuse. Sorry, man. I actually have a podcast partner whose wife's trying to do a thesis over here. Like, bit of respect, please. So, Puyo Puyo Tetris is number four for me. And then at number five is a new game that came out um, on, Golf Story. on Thursday night. Spoiler Gol- alert. Yeah. I spoiled it again. Golf- <laughs> he loves it, everybody. He loves spoiling. Quite good enough. Um, K- Golf Story came out Thursday. Have you bought this one yet? Uh, no. The font. <laughs> the font. What's so bad about the font? So the whole game spread like, oh, we're cute and sixteen bit. Except the font, it's a, it's, it's like papyrus raped Comic Sans. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then Donkey Kong. And then Donkey Kong aborted the child and said, "Sorry, <laughs> you've created a freak of nature." No, you know what? If you're doing sixteen bit score, you're doing sixteen bit graphics. Have the fucking font sixteen bit. Like it's just this. Gr- you, you can. You, it, the font does look bad, doesn't it? It is a bit. I got a, a text about it before I even saw it from Tommy. He's just like, man. Like I'm gonna, uh, he's like the font looks really bad. I have to tell you, he's like I, I I can finally see what you talk about. I think you'll definitely like the font in Steamworld too. Cool, Steamworld Dig Two. Cool. Um, it's dead fetuses. But you're almost finished a game Mario plus Rabbids, and you hate the font in that. So I know I hated the characters in the font. Like who fucking would have thought it? <laughs> Love the rabbits Such now. A fucking good game. Um, um but how yeah. is Golf Story? So Golf Story is like a uh, like a 16 bit. Um, era kind of RPG in which you play golf. So it's so like what's an, the RPG aspect? I've sort of been trying to figure out. It's like, a lot like Earth, um, Earthbound. Um, okay, you kind of all, all like a um, uh, like a Harvest Moon. Um, yeah, you have all these like basically like you, you basically you you want to play the big golf courses in each mm-hmm. of the world. So each world is a new golf course. Yeah. Um, and then there are other characters playing golf as well and you talk to them. They all want different things or they challenge you to different things and you have to do all these different tasks in each of the okay. world. There is a story you are trying it's to... It's golf story. You'd yeah, really right. hope so. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, at, the, at, at, the, at the heart of it, it is this like, you know, three button... Golf sim. Yeah. And it's you know the classic you know first you, you hit to, you, you hit to start the... then you then you, then yeah. you do one for power and then you do one for accuracy cool. and um, it's so fun it is so charming and yeah. it's made by an Australian dev team oh really um, called Sidebar Games and it's I think I don't think this might be their first game oh wow um, that's and, gorgeous uh, which means that this is the third great. Australian game, game. Uh, it's on, on the Switch. Yeah, we had Sonic Mania. Sonic Mania. We had uh, Death, Get Squared. Death Squared. And this. And this. And, I, and it's really cool. It makes you feel really cool and patriotic. That's yeah. three games that I've really enjoyed on this system. That's ball up. Yeah, that's and a good Aussie. list. Um, I, I, I know Stardew Valley comes out tomorrow. Yeah. Now, that's a game that, that to me, is I want to play more than Golf Story, I think. So, I will get Golf Story later, but I think I'm going to jump into Stardew before. It's real, Golf Story is really, really charming. Okay. I, I, I like charm. Yeah, I think... And, and, I've just been dying to play Stardew. Yeah, Valley. me too. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm like... I'm, I just finished the second world of, of Golf. Sure. The second course or whatever. Of, How do you find balancing all the games? Um, well, I got to a point where... I'm a guy um, that likes to finish they, a book and then start a new book. I, I, I love juggling. But you Golf like Story is... Um, it's a bit buggy. 
Is it really? Actually, no, I actually have seen that online. I've seen some bugs with people. So like, I, I unlocked this mini golf course yeah. in it and I'm having a great time. And on the like the second last hole of the mini golf course, mm. twice now, it's frozen and I've had to quit the game and start again. Yeah, that's but shit. it does start, it kicks you out and then you have to watch a cutscene before you do the mini golf course. And then you, it, I'm just like, man, fix this shit. So I yeah. went back and I, I um, even though I finished... Um, Steamworld Dig 2 on Friday morning last week having only had the game for 30 hours that's hectic <laughs> madness um, I'm now 100%ing um, Steamworld Dig and having a very guys good this time. is official he is 100%ing Steamworld Dig so proud yeah isn't it funny that my favourite game of the year I'm not 100%ing but it's just that that's, that's just so much time so I, doing- I bought a game that I've like never thought I'd buy and I don't know why I did it but I just had to out of like muscle reflex I bought that fucking arcade archive Mario Brothers. Oh, really? Yeah. Which is so. This is like you know we're all we're so desperate for virtual console games. Um, I waiting think that's for all these why classic I fucking games. supported the monster that I swore I would never like support. And so the same team that's responsible for the Neo, the Geo, Neo Geo ports, ones, yeah. Is it, what are they called again? It's like Hudson. It's Hudson, yeah. It's something Hudson, like that. Yeah. Um, uh, they they've they've basically for the first time ever porting these arcade cabinet arcade Nintendo cabinet games. Nintendo games which yeah. have never been like you know you've played versions of them yeah but well, we played the versions we played were the NES versions right sure you know um how is it did you play longer than ten no. minutes of it is, no this is your equivalent of having an S mini yeah it's an S mini it's worse <laughs> it doesn't look like it looks cool because it's old but like you can tell it's not made by Nintendo there's a lot of like like anytime you hit pause, it basically brings up like a debug menu where it's like play with this mode, this mode. Like it's just, it's just, it just what wasn't. You can tell it took like ten minutes. Sure. And I think it's, a, it's just a terrible stopgap before what should be a virtual console. Like, and I'm I'm ashamed I bought it. Like I almost feel like asking for a refund. Oh wow, that sucks. Well, I, also it's weird not to get a Mario game for me on a console. Sure. So I was just kind of like, you got Mario Mario Rabbids, and you got Mario Kart. I know, but I needed like. The completionist, like I get all the Mario games. Oh, I see what you mean. Sorry, yeah, sure. No, 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 no. Like I need, I was like, oh, Mario. And it's just like, it's not really, it's before he, they defined the like, you know, his love life with Princess Peach or Pauline as it was in Donkey Kong. And, yeah. you know, it was before like any of these, when he was literally just an avatar for you, when he was like jump man. So it's depressing. Like it's just, it's, it's again, a reminder of what we don't have. And like an idiot like me, like I'm going to nominate myself as biggest dummy of the week for just picking that up. What would, um, to put you on the spot, what would your top five Switch games be at the moment? Um, fuck. Well, Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. Mario Rabbids. Um, I haven't played anywhere near as much as you on the Switch, to be quite blunt. So. Because, I, yeah, I mean, a lot Sonic of people. Sonic Mania I'm really vibing on. A lot of people were like, Why, how, how could you not put. Like Arms and Splatoon Two and Mario Kart, which are yeah. clearly some people's favorites. I can understand I guess- Mario Kart, no, because I, we, I played finished that game like two years ago. I'm going to put Splatoon Two, Sonic Mania. Yep. And I don't know yet. Yeah, I, I, I haven't got a fifth yet. I need to play more Splatoon Two. I need to play more Arms, but yeah. it hasn't hasn't grabbed me like these. All these other games have fucking grabbed me. Yeah. And I, I've I've just got, I've been sucked into their charms. You but, know what? Uh, it's also like these games that you're playing. They're you can play anywhere whereas like arms and splatoon like you know there is the motion thing there is having to be wi-fi to get the most out of the games yep. and you're playing like classic indie 16-bit games basically it's such a good it's such a good console for indie such games. a good 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 console and there's it. so many good ones coming I've got, i still got to play thimbleweed park as well 
Play what? Thimbleweed Park. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, have you played any more of that? No, I'm still, I'm just doing rabbits, baby. Like I said, oh, I'm that yeah. guy that reads a book, closes it, starts the next one. You're like, you get confused about the characters otherwise, especially no, Thimbleweed where it's all about clues and shit. Is there a rabbit? Is there a rabbit-based character that takes selfies all the time in Thimbleweed Park? Well, I don't know yet. Hopefully, I'm hoping the female uh, character isn't actually a female. It's a rabbit with them. <laughs> um, so what else? I'm reading a book. Started a book. He's reading a book, everybody. Yeah, look, Star Wars books. We know my thoughts on the EU. It was all scrapped and I say the world's better for it. Come on, my dams are open, whatever. <laughs> it got some really silly shit there. People cling to like two or three interesting stories and say the whole thing was good. It's like, no, no, no. That was like 2% of the yeah, whole Yeah, but EU. I think you go too far. I think you no. you discredit anything that could, that was good in that extended universe. Whereas I, I say that good stories can exist in things that were overall shit. Yeah, I just, and, to and me at that stage, like, I, it, look, the reason why I didn't was because even George Lucas and Lucasfilm were like, it's not canon, it's the expanded universe. Like, this stuff that this stuff you know we can change it and they retconned it all the time in the films so even its very nature was just flippant to me and i was much like you know i'm an adult i got a lot going on i'm like i don't want to get invested in things that this sounds dumb star wars to me is real the main canon that's real right yeah i, know, I don't but, want to get invested in like the the fairy tale star wars but isn't a good story just a good story i don't want like average tom dick writing about han solo like that's a privilege well, thing. as a big fan of average tom dick <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, that's a privileged thing and everyone has their hot takes and it's just like, no, 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 no. So, anyway... I'm a massive fan of, like, a whole bunch of the Dark Horse Star Wars comics and it bums me out that... You oh, the, I think the comics were some of the best shit they did, 100%. I think the Star Wars comics were the best. I mean, I'm talking about the novel. Like, there's some bad novels. There's one where, basically, there's a gun that makes you people, if you shoot them, fall in love with you and it gets kind of rapey with Han and Leia. <laughs> no, look, I'm not denying that there's some bullshit, but there's also some bullshit can- canonical... Um, uh, Star Wars yeah. stories and comics now. Yeah. So. I mean, the bullshit, there's no rape shit though. Yet. <laughs> give it time. Well, no, we won't give it time. Um, so this new book came out. I haven't read any of the new novels since they launched it, I think two years ago. But this one's called um, like 40 Years of Star Wars from a Certain Point of View. And it's 40 short stories. I think we spoke about some of the authors on an earlier episode. Yeah. Uh, like Chuck Wendig. Um, is a, a who else? There's some comic authors. The, yeah, one of the dude, uh, the dude who wrote Rogue One. I listened to an interview with him this week. But it's like 40 stories, all from different perspectives. Some first, some third person. For people, kind of like around a new hope. So the first chapter, and I think I'm not sure if it goes in order yet because it's all by different authors. But it's literally the guy who hands Princess Leia the plans at the end of Rogue One, and it's the next 10 minutes. Oh wow, cool! And it's them getting boarded by Vader and stuff, and. Him, go- he's the guy that gets choked by Vader, like in the first scene of A New Hope, and it's from his point of view. Fuck, it's amazing, and it's just like cool. It's like ten pages, written so well. I was just like, oh, this is awesome. That's and just great. them being like, I know I'm doing something good. Scarif was crazy. I can't believe we've got this. We don't even know what's on these plans. They find out when the stormtroopers saying like, the Death Star plans aren't on this computer, and he's dying. He's like, oh fuck, we saw the Death Star plans. I'm going out a hero, and it's just that's the end of the chapter. It's crazy. No yeah. one's ever heard of Vader before. And they're like, did you see that thing? It tore up 10, 12 of my guys. Like, I, that's that thing, Darth Vader, we've heard about. Like, it just makes him spooky as hell. That's unreal. Yeah. And I don't know. There's a lot, like, there's one about Greedo. I haven't read it yet, but he's just like, today's the day I get Han Solo. That fucking son of a bitch has gotten away with so much. <laughs> like, and there's one about... I Bob hope that's f- direct dialogue. It's, it's, there's one of Yoda said on Dagobah. Um, just all stuff that's going on at the time of A New Hope. Getting a lot of people like, this is very good Star Wars book. Like, Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's such a fun concept. Short stories are great too, especially I find like, 
you know, Star Wars movie is like two hours, but a Star Wars book can sometimes take you like 10 or 12 hours to read. I'm like, two hours is good for a Star Wars length. You know what I mean? Like, that's a good time to tell a Star Wars story. Like, sure. fuck, it can get pretty laboring otherwise, um, telling a story that long about what's essentially like fights in space. <laughs> this is coming from a Star Wars fan. But yeah, I'm really, I, you know, a couple chapters in, I'm really enjoying it. Um, it was a, it's a pleasant surprise. 10 chapters in? And we still war like we're starring on each other. <laughs> Um, so let's uh, welcome a brand new segment to Hey Fam. Hey Famine. Hey Famine, in which we review uh, all My the anime. My Famine. Because I'm trying to watch more anime right now. I want a little, bit of a, a little explanation of this in the Serious Issues uh, Facebook group that I run this week for my other comic book podcast. Because, um, uh, I don't know, I've, I've, been, I've, I've gotten the bug. Um, and my wife's okay with it, which is great. I love that. It's good when you get an STI and your wife's okay so with so it. Here's the things that we learned about my wife tonight. She's doing a thesis. He's got the kids. <laughs> I mean, it's, and she's okay with me watching He's anime. in Melbourne playing video games. She's watching She's watching anime with... We're watching anime like we're watching anime with each other. <laughs> with each other. <laughs> um, but uh, I, um, I, I finished Gamers, which was the, a, new, yeah. a new series that started this year. Which I'm halfway like through it. T- like this super silly, um, like... Teenage it's love triangle. Fun. It's so much fun, and yeah. the last episode was absolutely brilliant. Good. It's it, it is like loosely about video. <coughs> oh boy, that's a uh, Hey Fam special. Um, loosely about video games. Um, everyone should know that. Um, every episode of Hey Fam, Angus and I just just absolutely smash soda water. Yeah, and do hella burps. Yeah, it's real cool. <laughs> it's uh. So gross. Why are we even talking about that? Ah, <laughs> oh, Tommy Daslow just sent me a message. He said, "Just finished Steam World Dig Two. Like, tell your own podcast, dog. <laughs> he did. He thinks, I, bet, I bet he said, I'm almost finished almost. on this week's Filthy Casuals. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the, this last episode of Gamers, like, it, um, it, it, the whole thing has been about like this games club and these, there are, most of the characters love video games for different reasons. And then there's one outsider character who hates them and can't understand why all these other characters love video games. Yeah. And they all go away together. And um, she just was like, like calling them all, all out, out, and essentially it's this big criticism of what video games get away with in 2017, mm-hmm. like talking about like DLC for like it's, stupid. It's, it's for gamers. It's so it was such a funny episode, and I loved it. And it is one of the most critically like hated animes to, to have started in the last few years. Like, yeah, like the core kind of Crunchyroll subscriber fan base fucking hates this show, and it's amazing. It's, Why do it, they? Because they thought it was going to be about video games, then it ended up being about like teenage relationships, yeah. and then in the final episode, they make it all about video games all of a sudden, and they actually just like completely destroy what bullshit video games do. All right, don't people. tell me anymore because I'm going to watching it. Yeah, well, I mean, like, it's just like I'm not talking about the plot, but like people were, were so upset that they ended up getting invested in these relationships and then thinking they're going to get this amazing payoff. Instead, just get this episode which just roasts their interests. It's amazing. Great. Okay, I loved it. Should it I was keep really watching fun. it? Oh, of course, it's okay. fucking incredible. Good. I don't know. The final episode is like one of my favorite episodes okay, I've seen all year. Good, 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 good. good. Um, but um, last night, my wife and I finished the um, thesis that she's working. on. <laughs> Took the kids out of the house. I was about to say, <laughs> these kids fucking better not be there. We finished um, the first season of Show Again Roku Rakugo Shinju. Yeah, um, and uh, that and is what about the actor? That's right, the um, Rakugo, which is an old um, Japanese style of theatre where one person plays all these different characters. Um, and uh, I loved it. It was an incredible series. Um, yeah, it, 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 there were a few. The, the main character is really, really cold, and his reactions to 
some very big things can be a bit disjointed and kind of take you out because no one in that I know in my life would react the way he reacts to these things that happen. That's my only like thing that I'm weird about with this show, but I still love him as a character. Sometimes we need people we don't uh, necessarily agree with to yeah. and it, and show it, us how things are done. This this whole um, first season was this big kind of flashback season. Sure. And then we've kind of caught up with the modern day um, characters that we met in the first episode. Okay. In the last episode. And some crazy bullshit's gone down. And uh, I'm going to start the second season well, immediately. Look, you've got to watch Neon Genesis Evangelion. That's very true. I should maybe... I should, I Everyone's watch, telling you, right? Everyone is. Actually, people are hitting me up on Twitter saying, watch Neon Genesis. It's like... It's the best. This fuckboy in the Serious Issues group You're here talking me out about gamers and these new shows are like three months old. I'm like, talk to me when you've read fucking the, like, the Odyssey, dog. Then we'll talk. <laughs> then we'll talk Homer, you know? All right, yeah, I, I, I've got you giving me Neon Genesis on, uh, on USBs. I got to do it. Once and for all. Look, man, we all remember our first beer, but <laughs> we all remember Neon Genesis. Um, it's you- going to be very different. Like, think of it like Blade Runner to modern sci-fi. It's like very meditative and slow. I've got a type. Yeah, sure. You have many types. Yeah. Don't sell yourself short. Um, so those are the anime that I finished in the last week. So I finished a, don't call it an anime, uh, Neo Yokio. Yep. Which look, I thought was fun. It was like super fun. It's as you, as you know, it's a hella satire. It's a joke. It's so goofy. It's a comedy. Yep. It's made for like a very particular audience, I think. Like nothing. Yeah. There's a great moment recently. Um, a character, you know, the robot. Do you want me to tell you something? The funny joke? Sure. Tell me a funny joke, Angus. So this, this ro- the, the Charles, the robot, runs out of power, and then this like tiny old lady comes out of it with like this um, almost Michael um, Caine accent called like um, Sadie, and then he's like, "Who the hell are you?" Like uh, the lead character, and his friends like, "How ignorant! Did you think that was a robot?" They're like, the "Humans pilot mechas, you idiot!" And he's just so ignorant and stupid, and she's like, "I pilot the robot." She's like gray hair, this old British woman, <laughs> and you just learn inside the whole series. And then she's like in and out for the rest of the series. That's amazing. It's so it's so stupid and good. And you're like, he's like, "Oh, I just thought it was a robot." And she's like, but "He's like, you read me stories in the bath." And he's like, "She's like, yeah, I know." It's like got this like really rough British accent, as this is tiny little old lady. It's so weird. That's fucking great. Yeah. It was, it was so funny. It was like so stupid. And it's like, they're like, man, you're so ignorant to think that like, you know, that like uh, uh, there wasn't a person in there. Ah, you're, you're kind of like gross. Like, do you shame him for it? Do you know if they're going to get a second season? I don't know. It leaves it so it could be. Absolutely. Who's your MVP of the voice cast? Man, it's going to be Jaden Smith. Like, he, he, he's, they've brought his tweets to life. Yeah. I know a lot of people don't like it and they find I'll, his voice annoying. I've been reading a lot of... Like, this show is hated by a lot of people. Which makes it so much more enticing to watch. Totally. And Jaden Smith rocks and he just gets... I love that character, Kaz Khan. He's such a dickhead. He's so, <laughs> like, kind of self-centered and stupid. Like, he's, it's pretty much like he's, he, he's basically, like, the same... Cut of the same cloth as Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. You know sure. what I mean? Like, he's a dickhead. And you're like, oh, you fucking idiot! Like, and but then you're like, oh, when I was that age, I was pulling the same shit. Um, and the uh, his his rival, voiced by Jason Schwartzman, yeah. maybe my Archangelo. favorite Jason Schwartzman role. Yeah, he's great. Because it's just been completely. You can tell it's been like, like created. Have with you him seen in like mind. the Caprese boy? Oh no, you haven't got that far, have you? No. Where like they invent a cocktail based off the Caprese salad, and it's called <laughs> like the, he becomes like. Jaden Smith's character becomes like the poster boy called Capri- Caprese Boy. And they've got like cocktail bars where they just serve like it's like tomato and basil with, like, with like radishes in it. It's so weird. And it becomes like their in vogue drink. <laughs> it's just so weird. Like it's so dumb and like such a like funny joke 
at high end. So living. Should I finish that or should I get started on Neon Genesis? Oh man, finish it. It's like five episodes long and it's so easy. And you know, it's on Netflix. So you, I've just, I watched most of it on my way to work. I just downloaded it because it's a Netflix show mm. and was watching it to and from work. And it was, it was perfect. Perfect. It's fun. I mean, yeah, it's stupid. I hope there's a second season. Awesome. Well, that's all the Hey Fam we have time for tonight. Family. Fan packed. That was action packed and fan packed. It was, uh, you know what? I just want to say I'm glad we live in Australia where the Super Nintendo Mini looks how it does. Thank you for bringing it back to what, what I, uh, important fact that we missed. Yeah, the SNES in North America just looked shit. If you're an American listener, your SNES Mini is inferior to ours. What? what who, are we, I don't even, it blows my mind that I don't know the story about Give this. Target Bunbury a call yeah. and, and see if they can send you a good one. Just give them a call. They got a lot. That isn't just fucking purple. Purple's a dumb color. It's so weird that the colors were purple and the controllers were like two different colors purple. Yeah, it's real strange. Yeah. I'll get to the bottom of it. I know there's a reason. I know I've read it. I probably... It's so weird when you come across people that like defend that one that say that the purple version's better. I'm like, you're You're, you're insane. The icon is so iconic with the four colors. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. Can't wait for for my my SNES-themed 3DS, new 3DS to show up. (sighs) Ooh. When's that come? Uh, like in a, in a week. This guy loves SNESs, in case you didn't know. I'm really excited just so like every two weeks, like my son expects something that looks like the SNES to show <laughs> yeah. up. He's going to think daddy's got a problem soon. Yeah, please send me ideas. He's going to start becoming to yeah. make himself look like a SNES just to please your needs. <laughs> my needs. Your needs to have SNES things coming. <laughs> um, so if this is your first uh, episode of Hey Fam, uh, thank you so much it's for It's not listening. all about Donkey Kong killing uh It is sometimes. Pre-born that's gonna, maybe that's what a live episode's going to be about now. Yeah, maybe it should be. Maybe we should do a debate. Oh, boy. Um, where can we do an hour and a half out of that? Pardon? Where can we make that stretch for an hour, an hour and a half? Yeah, two yeah. hours at least. Maybe because some of the rare guys, they're, they're all out of work. <laughs> they need jobs. Um, if you want to find us online, our Facebook page is facebook.com slash heyfampodcast. Or you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at levdog, L-E-V-D-A-W-G. And Angus is at chimichangus. Uh, we're also by those same names on Instagram as well. Uh, get in touch with us over email, heyfampodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show with a whole bunch of insane perks that no other podcast offers, None. including a live chat with us 24 Four seven, uh, where we just completely just send you so many hot takes, and there's almost someone from every continent in the world on there now. So you can have hot takes sent to your phone twenty four seven. It's the best. It's um, exclusive. Patreon.com slash HeyFanPodcast. There's a whole bunch of other great stuff there too. And we're about to record a brand new Patreon only uh, commentary. Very the film yoga hoses. Uh, wow. Like I, I, I do not want to do that, but that's something that we're gonna have to do. Kevin Smith plays every Nazi sausage in it. Like, like that's a sentence that I never thought I would say. Is insane to me. But how weird is it that, that that's like a factual sentence? He's a sausage, yeah. Oh a boy. Nazi sausage. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that at all. Um, I also had a really cool idea for, for a bonus episode that we should do very soon. Oh, yeah. We're about to go to the, the Zelda Symphony. Oh yeah, when is it again? Uh, it's the last uh, Sunday of October. So big. Um, at the Opera House and I thought in, in lead up to that we should do a musical episode of Hey Fam for patrons in which you and I pick like maybe six of our favourite songs from the Zelda franchise awesome. each and do like a radio wow. show back announcing uh, saying why we love those songs. That's really good. I really like that. And then maybe after Mario Odyssey comes out we'll do a Mario one. Yeah. Is that a fucking cool idea? Or we what? already started the Mario one tonight. Yeah, it's true. We're, we're making, loving that. Well, except it won't just be our shitty renditions of it. We'll, I think we'll, that's we'll more get... charming. Plus, All we right. won't get sued by copyright. Well, no, I figure if we make it Patreon only, like we'll put the Nintendo, music in there. Nintendo have to give us money to find hear it in the first place. We're getting money to fight Nintendo. It's the court. perfect crime. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy your morning, and see you next week. Peace. Hey.
This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.